0: And welcome to Aussie Vision, I'm Dale And g'day, I'm Mike And welcome to our Country Review and Rank series for 2021 And today we're talking about... You know, the plucky
1: batting above their weight country, Iceland. Yes, well, certainly have been for the last couple of years. Probably the favourite to take it out last year prior to the cancellation. And actually, that should be
0: punching above its weight and batting above its average. I combine those two together <laughs> to come up with something completely new. But hey, they're a quirky country, and so let's have a look at them. They debuted back in 1986, actually, and they have finished second on two occasions, mm. uh, the most recently in 2009. Um, so, tough one for them. Uh, just missing out on the crown For a small mm. country uh, Last decade 60% qualifying record Though that sounds better than it was Because there were four non-qualifiers In a row mm-hmm. Leading up to 2019 When Hatari saved the day for Iceland With a top 10 finish And then of course They were the hot favourite To take out the crown Last year
1: yeah. What have they got for us this year, Michael? Well, this year We have Dathi og Gungnamarith And 10 years well done. How does it keep getting better? Well, 28-year-old Darthy was born in Reykjavik but spent most of his early childhood in Denmark, returning to Iceland at the age of nine. Uh He now resides and performs out of Berlin in Germany. He started releasing music in 2017 and took part in the icelandic national final song mm. he returned to that competition in 2020 winning with his song think about things which we've already touched on uh, and he was one of the favorites very much to take the crowd mm-hmm. so he was invited back by the national broadcaster to participate in 2021 which was no real surprise to anyone
0: Exactly, I think, you know, not having song for Kepnan was a very big thing for them to mm-hmm. do. And let's talk about the pros of the entry. And I think a big reason for that is not just because he was a master favourite, but there's something about him and this group. They've got that X factor and they've just got it. There's something about them that is just really um, magnetic and you want to like them and you want to like their song. It's a great little package of the group together. So them and their aesthetic and what they're about is a huge big selling point for this
1: entry. Definitely. There is a really well-produced and quite memorable entry here. The production has got some really nice elements to it, and I think that gives it more than just being a little, you know, quirky, electro-pop kind of entry. Plus also, the message in the song, it's very, very sweet. It is about his wife, and as we know, it's the third in the trilogy of the songs he's pr- tried to bring to Eurovision. Indeed, and I'm glad you talked about the kind of instrumentation there because there's a
0: few different things going on. You there start it. with strings. Mm-hmm. Um, you've almost got this, like disco-ish vibe going on with this really nice synthy bass line coming through the whole way, uh, and there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot to like in the instrumentation.
1: Without it being completely what disjointed and and Yeah, it doesn't odd. sound disjointed. It no, doesn't, no. No, no. Look, I think I've put in here, He's somebody is going to get media attention come time when they hit the ground in Rotterdam, so I expect he'll be one of the uh, most featured artists we do see while the competition is on, and that's going to be a really good thing for just general General, you know um presence and and getting that deli bone yeah you got to have the awareness of the
0: quirky ones that they're going to ones being used on an ad and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff the pr i've written down here as well defo also, I really like what he did, and in, in leading into PR was the choir. So he basically had like what a thousand plus Eurovision fans, including Yendrik from Germany, um, <laughs> yeah. offer their voice into this because yep. obviously there's no um, for the backup vocals this year. It mm-hmm. can be um, on recorded, so yeah. they can have as many as they want. A really good idea, great story, and a great way to buy in. I mean, you've already got a thousand votes there, don't you, yeah. from all across the world um, and everyone that probably knows them. So really good, clever little thing to do. Very much so, very
1: much so. All right, shall we move on to the drawback style? I'll start with this one. Look, being the favourite last year is almost a little bit of a millstone for him now because unfortunately 10 years does not have the same overall appeal. It doesn't have that little bit of magic dust that he had last year. Now, this will leave some people disappointed. Mm. Because some people people will know. I mean a lot of the audience probably won't, but a lot will. And I think it's probably a little bit unfair, but you know, it's dragging down the entry probably a little bit for some people.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Look, it's just like when Eurovision artists come back after they've had a really good result or formal winners, whatever, is they don't replicate it. Hmm. They really don't. Like other than um Ireland, uh, what's his face? Mr. Eurovision. <laughs> Johnny Logan. <laughs> and he came back like what was it, seven years later or something? Exactly. Like that? It's yeah. very, very, very hard to do. It's still a great entry, but it's just nowhere near as hooky and uh, just missing that magic dust,
1: as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although it appeals to some people, I am not a fan of the dorky, sort of quirky stage persona. I do get tired of it. It's a bit of a one-trick pony thing for me. And I think once you've seen it, it's kind of done. So as far as I'm concerned, quirky, meh, doesn't work for me. I, I kind
0: of see where you're coming from. I really liked this 2017, and I thought it should have gone. Um, 2019, sorry, 2020. I didn't really feel it like everyone else did, because I'm like, I've seen this before. Yep. Yeah, it's good, it's got that good hook, but what's the big thing about it all? Um, also, I've got to talk about this PR thing. They're doing everything. There's beer, there's a game. Yeah, That video was like really great, put together the video went on forever. <laughs> Maybe they should have put more effort into the song. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. There's more effort going into the PR for a, and for a weaker song. And sorry, you can't polish this up. And unfortunately, it's a little bit desperate. I'm finding it a little bit uncomfortable at this yeah. point now. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like, I don't know, it's just really clamoring to try and get some attention. And I'm sure it was always in the pipeline. Yep. But when the song's just not that popular, it doesn't look great. When the song's really popular, it looks awesome. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and overall, this song just does—it just lacks impact. It just lacks impact. <laughs> take away him, take away the quirk. It's fine, and it's an okay package. But take away him and that all
1: this going on, and it'd be struggling to get out of the semi finals. I totally agree. Anyone else but him, I don't know if we'd be talking grand finals, like automatic qualification type stuff.
0: All right. Well, let's see if the team will like it a bit more than maybe we're alluding to mm-hmm. here, Michael. Um, Out of the 17 Aussie Vision contributors who voted first at 38th, this song has come in at number.
1: What are you thinking? I think it might be in the teens. 17th. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Well, look, it ranged from 4th
0: to 31st. There were seven top 10s, so there's still a lot of love for it. Mm -hmm. But four people were outside the 25, and that's out of the 15 we know. We haven't heard ours yet. Um, So a bit varying degrees there, but there's still a lot of love for it. And hey, in the Australian um, preview parties, it did very well. Yes. And it's done well on OGAE things, I think, for Australia as well. So there's there's still love. There's still mass appeal there, isn't there? All right, we're going to hear from two of the team there. We're going to hear from Emma, and we're going to hear from Liv.
2: When I first heard 10 Years, I immediately fell into the trap of comparing it to Iceland's 2020 entry. I didn't find it as clever and catchy, and was slightly disappointed. But the more I listened, the more it grew on me. The strength of the song is in its lyrics and musical arrangement, rather than the vocal performance. Daddy has penned a heartfelt song about his 10-year relationship with wife Arnie, And a string opening and 1,000 person choir are highlights of this disco themed toe tapping track. It's not without some issues. It's a very difficult song to sing along to. The verses, in particular, are quite wordy and may alienate those who prefer something they can pick up the lyrics too quickly. But overall, this will appeal to a wide range of ages and will definitely stand out amongst the pack. People aren't going to forget the group with the green costumes particularly if their stage performance is able to recreate the monster fighting themes from their music video. It's my number five song this year, and it's definitely qualifying for the grand final. If I'd seen the video clip before doing my rankings, it probably would have helped it rise a few spots. It is self-aware and quite clever, and I enjoyed that. However, I have seen them do this sound, this quirk, this vibe and throwback since 2017 in their national final. Didn't work on me then didn't work on me in 2020 and it ain't working on me this year look it's just a little bit pretentious punsy irritating to me i just find it all a little bit annoying and i just they keep going for it and it's not my vibe and i don't like it um i appreciate the message of the song i think that's great whatever but uh i'm not going to vote on a song just because it's got a cute little message and quirks not for me go away
1: well, for Emma, it definitely seems like Darth performance style and the songs really seem to work for her and she connects. Well, not so much for Liv on that one. And you know what? I'm hearing you, Liv. I am hearing you. I think if you take the subtext
0: of what we're trying to say, maybe Liv put it a little bit more directly. (laughs) (laughs) True, but no, I think I I do think we see the redeeming positives out of it. At the same time, that maybe Liv's just like, no, not for me. I don't care. It's go away with the words. That video is pretty cool, though. I like look. The video is great, but you don't win on a video. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, and we all know that.
1: All right, let's get into our rap and ranks on this one, Dale. Look, I know there is a good song here, and I know lots of people will really, really like it. It has appeal for juries and televote, and should get a b- good score in both the semi final and the grand final, because I just can't see this missing Saturday night. Unfortunately, I just don't really respond to Ducky or his type of music. Look, I don't actively dislike this, but I'm certainly not seeking it out at all. I've ranked this one at 30th. Oh my God. Yeah. 30th. Wow. thirtieth. 30th. It's just not, it's not for me. Oh, okay. Well,
0: there we go. Um, look, this is still a decent Eurovision song and entry and it deserves its place in a grand final, which I do think it'll make. I think mm-hmm. it'll make the grand final and I think he deserves to be there. Um, he has had three attempts at this, as we mentioned. This is easily the third place for me out of the three. Mm. Um, it, to me, it lacks impact. I find the constant product stuff that he's doing with this push really, really too much. It's putting me off even more mm. um, from it. But that's just a side note. If you like Duthie and the whole fan club of the whole thing, you're going to get this, you're going to like it, and whatever. But the rest of people can find this slightly annoying. And I've started to go into that camp where I used to be quite the fan. It's in twenty seventh.
1: Okay, wow, well, we're around about the same
0: areas. I know. I stand a shop with you. Yours, I know. But it, <laughs> well, there's something about twenty seventh, but there's something about thirties makes I don't know. There's something about being in the thirties. I find it's like wow, that's really low. Mm. And at least it was mine it was in the twenties.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's fun. I'll say what I see. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, well look, not massive fans of it here, but we know a lot of people out there love it. So look, let us know if you do love it at aussievisionnet. Net. No hate mail. And if you've got it, send it to live and Mike. <laughs> address that no. Um so thanks so much for joining
1: us. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys.
0: And we'll see you next time.